Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of the official podcast. It's so special, I do not remember what episode number it is, but it doesn't matter. Because today, we have a guest who has been all around the internet for many, 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 many years. And he's been making a cartoon series that you've probably seen at some point in your life. Because it's old school Newgrounds alumni shit that's also been blowing up on YouTube. Culminating in a video game and all sorts of other little fun doodads. A big, big handsome man named Crinkles. Also known as Matt. Hi Matt, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing really good. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. That was such uh, a wholesome intro. That's actually probably one of the sweetest intros we've ever had for a guest, Andrew. Great work. And I have to be wholesome because I looked this up last night. I've been watching Matt's cartoons since I was 10 years old. (laughs) Yeah. This man uploaded the first episode of Madness Combat on Newgrounds in 2001. And you watched it immediately? (laughs) Pretty much, yeah, when it was new. Wow. Yeah. Did it it kind of like uh, immediately blow up Crinkles? Uh, oh, Matt, I mean, sorry. not really. Uh, I mean, it, it it got it got traction like insofar as like things got traction back then. Like you got the ten thousand views and however long it took to get them, and you're like, wow, that's a that's a heck of a lot, you know. And but you have no like metric or like anything to relate that to. I just would get like messages pinged on my AIM, you know, as it's how we talked back then. And you're like, wow, that was great, da da da. And I was like, oh shit, the guys oh, from Newgrounds liked it. I better make another. <laughs> You know, that's that's more or less how that happened. When, like, how far into your career did you start getting fan mail from Andrew? From Andrew? <laughs> yeah, when, when, did that, when did that kind of blossom? I don't think I messaged Matt. I, I know I messaged Ego Raptor way back then on Newgrounds Messenger. Yeah, yeah, no, you had, like, some sort of, like, goofy name back on Newgrounds. We were talking about that a while ago. Uh, yeah. And we looked and like, I don't think you sent me a message. That's right. No, I so my uh, my account, I didn't make an account until I was like 14. But my account is Shadow Devil. <laughs> so, so fucking cool. That is like an actual old school League of Legends name. Holy yeah. shit. It was my, yeah. Yeah, it was my fucking edgy teenager name. But yeah, I, I would message occasional creators and be like, oh, your cartoons are so funny, ha ha ha. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Fucking did, you, did you ever get any responses? Yeah, Ego Raptor actually responded way back then. Did he say, change your name, you nerd? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll never tell. I don't leak DMs. Nah, he, uh, he was just like, hey, thanks. And then I asked him some questions because I, I knew Swain when I finally messaged him. So I was like, hey, you know, I met Swain and he told me this. Is that true? And he was like, yeah, we just talked a little bit. That was all. You, you were gossiping back and forth, like yeah. spreading lies between them. Like well, Swain said girls. This. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really cute. Uh, I so love Matt, one of my favorite podcast things is just hearing about uh, Andrew's like history with animators and stuff like that it's really cute and wholesome i think oh yeah yeah like uh i understand like andrew and uh swain's got like a little bit of history since they're both florida Mm -hmm. boys yeah i talked about it on his episode of the show but he was the room my uh my brother's roommate and i recognized he was from newgrounds because he had a newgrounds sticker on the fridge and i asked my brother i was like does one of your like roommates like newgrounds or something he was like yeah my my roommate's a fucking, like, big cartoonist called Swain. I was like, oh, my God, I know the Swain. Holy shit. And then we started hanging out. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that story. Fuck yeah. So, Matt, you have been doing roughly the same cartoon series since 2001, 
which is madness for anyone who is unfamiliar. Great series, fun, lots of violence. Uh, I wanted to know, most creators these days really pivot to go with trends or to keep up income or they want to try something new or they branch out or diversify or move on to new projects. How does it feel to be someone who has really just consistently worked on not only the same series, but a series that has only grown over the years? I mean, like to say that I haven't like done other stuff isn't isn't quite quite true because like, you know, I've I've you know, as far as like the art stuff goes, I've had to like diverge to do like a commission and paid work. Uh, but that, okay, right. that that feels less like following trends and more just like slumming it to pay the rent. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, I just feel like there's a lot of stories to tell within this like little black and gray world here. So I I'm just happy to keep telling them, like, honestly, though, if these cartoons were easier to make, I'd be able to plow through them faster and probably be done with it sooner. But the fact that it takes like, you know, months and months and very, very long amounts of time to put them together, like I'm. I'm just happy to do it and however long it takes. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I think the fact that it takes a long time to put these things together is like a big part of why I'm sticking with it. Because um, mm-hmm. I just not I'm, it takes me a year to tell us to tell like one chapter of the story. And, you know, what's a chapter? On the, it's not that long. Have you ever gotten that inkling to branch out and be like, nope, today's a new series. I'm starting up this one about like bunnies or, you know, something totally different. Yeah, no, uh, uh, I've 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 wanted to and have like explored it before. Uh, There's like a little like when I first got my wake up tablet, like back in 2006 or seven or something like that, uh, uh, I, I frame by frame animated something and I had no idea what I was doing. Like I, I, I'm not a very good drawer guy so like i was trying i was trying my best to like uh uh, put together this little frame by frame animation of this woman like shooting the shit out of a bunch of guys and like for what it was it wasn't terrible but like it it really was just a work of enthusiasm rooted in no skill or talent so like uh it was it was a little discouraging but it is something that i want to reapproach especially over the last couple of years i've been like trying to actually take this you know seriously so Mm -hmm. um and of course in doing that like I find myself with less time to do things. So like it, it, it's literally just madness all the time these days. Right. Yeah. Do you, do you feel a bit, um, I don't know if scared's the right word, but I, I'm just going to use it scared to step out from the universe that you've created for like 20 years. Um, I imagine that must play a part in some hesitation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It certainly does. Um, I mean like, especially since like, uh, it's, it's, it's not that I feel like, a. You know, like I step out and I met with failure so much like people don't like it. Uh, Honestly, at the end of the day, if I like it, that's that's about 60 percent of it. If other people don't like it, it's disappointing. But like, you know, if I'm happy with it, it's freaking great. Um, But but since, you know, this this Project IV thing, the cartoon I'd put together a while ago, it was I mean, this is a long time ago. So it's kind of it's kind of weird that I would hold on to this like this. But like I, I look at it, I'm like, man, I was so excited to just try something else. And just like ate shit really hard and people still liked it like you know there's there's positive things there and i'm like man i i I really want to just like try it again and like actually do it some justice it's just a matter of time um you know like i feel like if i if if i put hours and time into this thing i'm just gonna get the 100 million emails uh where's madness 12 where's madness 13 like why'd you stop doing madness and i mean that is a good question i do like doing madness it's I mean, it's 24 hours in a day. It's it's a curse, right? Mm-hmm. 
but yeah yeah i mean like that's that's kind of where my head is on that like i i do want to make other things but uh i'm i'm just content to keep this up because there's so much more to tell right yeah especially since oh i'm sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say you kind of have like stepped out from the format in which the series you know started in right right right. uh yeah because like uh with with project nexus um moving into the 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 flash and eventually the unity game with with michael swain uh he's actually like a a, he knows how to write like how to construct a story and stuff so working side by side with him to like uh expand the lore and the world of uh you know madness and madness project nexus has had like a, a very positive effect on the cartoons themselves and like the future projections of what cartoons could be in the future or you know what could happen in madness 12 or 13 or whatever um like like he's he's he and i have like seeded a whole lot of like interesting lore paths that can be chased down so i mean like there's there's shit i could just do for literally the rest of my life should i could be compelled to yeah, isn't that awesome though? You've you, you've like got your life's work laid out in front of you. This is this is your legacy. It, it is. I mean, it is kind of interesting to like think that like. Uh, I think that's cool. It's like uh, uh, well, like it, it might seem like at a glance that like you know I'm I'm like stuck in a lane, but I mean like it's a big ass lane, especially because like the the the, the shit that we get into with like the lore, because like a big part of the storytelling and I like there's a word for it, but like where you have a whole bunch of uh, written written down rules that like you as the writer like know, but like you don't expressly say the rules through the course of the storytelling, you just let the world reflect them. And then the people have to sort of, you know, guess and wonder about it because that's kind of how the real world works. You know, like there's a, the world operates on its own, like gears and mechanisms and stuff. And you're just trying your best not to get crushed by it, you know? So like, uh, I feel like that kind of building. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of like a, a very interesting way to, to, to build a world and tell a story. Venture brothers was big on that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they they kind of got really detailed towards the end because there was just so much shit you couldn't hide it anymore. But like, uh... yeah, as the series goes on, you're gonna get all these more moving pieces, and then want to figure out how they work together. Yeah, you right? get a little explicit as you move forward. Um, yeah, because people, you can't just leave questions hanging forever. Let's uh, let's compare your own series to itself. The first Madness Combat is a dude shooting a group of men over a radio. And then uh, the newest full, not half part episode is like that same man is currently a demon in hell, transporting between dimensions and shit. And fighting a a version of himself that was set back in time through God knows what. But it's still the same. It's still the same guy. But yeah, it was originally just a vehicle for violence. I mean, like, (laughs) like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Early 2000s animations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's no reason to say like, oh, yeah, I have this deep idea. I'm an artist. I've got a story to tell. (laughs) It's 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 just like, (laughs) listen, I I want like a big old mouthful of violence. And this is this is the spoon that's going to bring it to me. (laughs) How much how much of uh, madness do you think is still that like your goal is to just cram as much violence in there as possible? Uh, well, twelve is going to be a lot of that because I feel like uh, uh, there was a lot of downtime in the last cartoon I made, like uh, characters standing around, like showing plot stuff. Like he's like, "Oh, I'm looking at a computer that has plot points on it. You know, slow down and zoom in. You know." <laughs> but this one, like, I got through maybe thirty seconds of like uh, character setup and stuff, and like only the other day, like last week, I started getting the characters killing each other, and I'm like, "Okay, I got to get through like forty of these." 40 of these dead guys before before even thinking about like introducing a plot point again 
I like to imagine your style of animating is like Doom, where it's like, yeah, the plot's there, but we're just about the violence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, it's it's what was that? John Carmack or whoever said it, like it's 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 the plot's just there to kind of like bring you the violence. Yeah, John Carmack said uh, plots in video games are like plots in porn. You know, it's not necessary. It's just there. You kind of expect it to be there, but like it's, it's yeah, it's just sort of yeah, it's expected. And if it's not there, you don't miss it. And mm-hmm. it's always interesting when like they upload the story trailer for Mortal Kombat games, and it's like, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's spoken like a man who hasn't played recent Mortal Kombat games. It's got quite the narrative, I'll tell you. They what. do. To be fair to Mortal Kombat, they have been pushing a whole story and world pretty they hard. They have unironically been trying to make a real story out of it, which is weird, but it's not terrible either. No, it's that's, all right. That's applicable to what Crinkles is doing then, right? S- same way. It started off with a hyper-violent game, and then it's like created a narrative. And then, it. like, wait, wait, we could stick a we could stick a plot in there. Um, so that's a great <laughs> question, then, Matt. When when are you mocapping actual actors for the next Madness? <laughs> oh lordy, uh, yeah. Let me just figure out how that shit works, right? <laughs> like, can't you do that with like a VR set? I don't know. I think that's what a uh, ooh maybe. I think that's oh, what yeah, Russian like Badger does. Yeah, Russian Badger has a, like, $13,000 mocap rig that he uses for his videos now. I was watching something on that recently. Well, isn't, isn't, that, just, isn't that just VTubing? Like, creating a digital representation of yourself that tracks your body? Oh, god damn it, Jackson, you ruined this whole thing. <laughs> it's not exactly like mocapping, but yeah. What did you say? $30,000 on professional rig. So so Russian Badger, for those of you out there who don't know, he makes uh, video game YouTube videos talking about games he likes playing. And I recently found out he spent $13,000 on a mocap rig so he could animate little characters in his videos. I admire the dedication, but $13,000? Like, holy shit. I mean, it depends I mean, on how much money back. he has. Yeah. True. Yeah, exactly. I, True. Yeah, because, like, that I don't think I have $13,000 worth of things in my apartment. That's insane. Plus, <laughs> <laughs> well, it shows passion, but imagine spending that much money on a professional rig and then some fucking twerp on the internet calls you a VTuber. <laughs> 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 That's oh, classic talk. YouTube. Yeah. Classic. Well, to uh, shift gears a little bit, Kaya, I understand mm. that you're tired of your name. Oh my god, yes. I mean, it's really not a interesting topic whatsoever. <laughs> I'm just really sick and fucking tired of having to spell out my name for everyone. Every <laughs> single time on the phone, it's like, it's, it's this and this at this and this. Yeah, it's four letters, but because I, it, it's just not a Western name, so everyone's like, Kaya, Kaya, Kai? It's like, no, Kaya. It, it, it's two syllables. Why is this so fucking difficult? Like, even in person, they just look at me and just keep calling me Kai. They probably and then think the last name is even worse. Same martial arts sounds or something through the phone. It's, it does sound like a name <laughs> that sounds like that. Yeah. And then my biggest gripe, though, my biggest fucking gripe is whenever you're on the phone with any boomer, anyone, like your tax person, uh, an attorney, anyone, and you give them anything that is not a Gmail, they immediately have to ask you, like, what's that? Wait, how do you spell that? And then you Are have you to ask me over the phone. Them. Yeah, Jesus. Huh? Do you have, like, Proton Mail? He does. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so big. Yeah, that one always leads to huge confusion. Oh my god, it's just pm.me. It's four letters. It's a, not everyone uses Google. I've not used... I am a very happy Proton customer. I've been using them <laughs> for ages now. I've not used a Google product in, I think, like, f- four years or so. I do not miss them. I do not need them. Except when I'm on the phone with a boomer. 
because they just they are completely dumbfounded to the point where I've like thought about setting up a Gmail just to forward it to my real email address. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking annoying. And then whatever yeah so i'm kind of annoyed with my name and i it's one of those things we've talked about before and i think jackson also agrees where damn man we really shouldn't have used our real names on the internet this is a mistake <laughs> it, it was fun at first when i was completely privacy unconscious and clueless to the implications of this when this whole show first started and i did like mm-hmm. you know i would join charlie for videos and stuff we would watch wrestling and such and then i would check the comments and people would be like oh what's his friend's name oh his i think his name is like kaya or something and it felt like great i was like oh man look i am they know like, who 10 I am. people on the internet know me yeah yeah that's amazing that's a flex i can uh, dunk on my friends with but now it's like oh shit 10 people on the internet know who not who i am <laughs> i don't like that so much anymore yeah internet <laughs> people and then uh and then there's the level where it gets like more and more personal i've been i've been feeling that a lot lately where it's like you do have a great amount of fans but then some of them they just they they cross some lines like they send you messages that are just like really weird or or i don't know they're trying to be joking but they're they're just saying mean shit and it's like i don't want this don't send me this we're not friends you know what i mean right because you can't match energy because then they'll just keep talking exactly (laughs) it's like it's like look i don't know how to say this politely but i don't want to talk to you you know send me stuff you might think i'm interested in or like you know we can you can if you want to thank me for something i'll be like oh thanks i really appreciate that but i don't yeah. want to have a conversation don't treat me with like a most friend. fans yeah. you know so what would yeah, you change your name to kaya have you given it any thought well if i did i wouldn't tell it on this public podcast <laughs> that would defeat that's the hap- purpose that's hap- well, that's the yeah. whole fucking point is not repeating the mistake why would i change my name then <laughs> well, if we, everyone's gonna know to, it again we would, the, we the would call him Wormlord. no obviously. the problem is you gave your first and last name you could absolutely just change your name to like biff or something cool no I could, no no kaya has to make, stay with a k so we're still the jack off podcast oh true so you guys know what um the guy who ran Mega, one of the largest like sites used for piracy at some point, Kim. he changed oh, his yeah, name the to Kim.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I thought, okay, I really love Worms Armageddon. And at the time, back in the day, the online multiplayer was called Wormnet. So what if I buy <laughs> Worm.net and I typed it into um, a domain search? Worm.net is available. And I was Whoa. like, holy shit. How is that possible? I can- I can own the worm.net, and the reason it's possible, Jackson, is because the domain costs $4,000. And <laughs> fucking nobody wants it. It's a small fee for worm.net, honestly. Is that a one-time fee, or is that per year? No, that's one time, and then the renewal for a .net is like 10 bucks a year or some shit. Oh, that's even nothing! Less that. Sounds like someone out there is just I holding have... on to it and trying to sell it. Yeah, yeah they're squatting. Domain yeah. trolling, Okay, yeah. so, alright, here, here's what I was thinking. Okay, uh, Charlie, hypothetically, if I was to buy this domain and put up an article, uh, an in-depth analysis of what Team 17 has been doing wrong with the franchise, how they've butchered it, and my recommendations for how they could turn it into a profitable eSport, would you sign it? Would you endorse it? (laughs) Can we get some momentum behind this? The the moist eSports worm squad? There could be something there. I, I, I would need just a blurb and like you're you signing it and endorsing it like damn team 17 really dropped the ball with the franchise if only they return to their roots with a modern game like armageddon uh, i dedicate a team to it or some stupid shit like that just so they can like get teased a bit into taking it seriously 
And then I could tell them, look, Team 17, you can have the fucking domain from me too. If you just promise to make a good game again, my god. You're that desperate for a good worm game. Well, it has been so long without mm -hmm. one. But I, they, I get the good ones still exist. I feel like I feel like the old good ones, like that's the max of the formula. Like you can't get much better than it. It already did everything. No, no, there's like, there's plenty no, of... to be modernized. The the problem yeah. isn't. Well, yes, yeah, the game is still great. But it uh you know, you can't even fucking change the resolution to something sane if you own a white screen or a high resolution screen and shit. It's just absolutely unusable almost. Yeah, I am surprised that it hasn't been a remaster. Yeah, there's plenty of quality of life updates that you can add at the very least. Yeah. There are many mods and they did release a patch to their credit like two years ago or something, but again, it just it's not good enough. Like you need to have at this point graphics where you can zoom in and shit like that. Modding support. You know how the oh, game man. would take off if you added full modding support, meaning players can add their own, like, uh, weapons, accessories, that sort of shit. Their own game modes. That's the sort of stuff I mean. And you can tell with Team 17, they just keep... I can't... I don't know what you would call this phenomenon, but it is so clear to me that at some point, some man worked at that company who, who was the decision maker. He knew what ideas to shoot down and which ones to greenlight. And that man at some point left the company. It's very yeah. evident because now whenever somebody at that company raises his hand at the company meeting going, oh, why don't we make a, a, like Fortnite but worms and it's 2.5D and a side scroller, that hero is no longer there to say, Bob, that's retarded. We can't do that. That's literally <laughs> not our market. Shut the fuck up. And now th that's why we have Worms Rumble. Have you played, have you played Worms Rumble like uh, recently? No. Fuck well, no. then how can you know? How can you know if it's good or bad? <laughs> Bob could have had a good idea. It, it's No. It, the game does look absolutely fucking atrocious for yeah, what it's it worth. It looks so goddamn bad. It's a slow bad. and boring third-person shooter. It's, well, it's not, not good. It's not third-person shooter. It's like a 2.5D, like... What's uh, the third-person one, then? I don't know what third-person one Not Armageddon. Well, there was one on the... like. A boat level. Oh, you're talking about the fuck. Xbox Live Arcade one? Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. First person shooter. Third, third person. person. Was third, oh, third, third person. Yeah. yeah, they had a third person open world uh, Worms Mayhem. Yeah. Worms yeah. Mayhem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Matt, do you even like Worms? Is this going over no, your head? No, no, no. I, I used to play it all the time, but like, uh, is this kind of elucidating good. that like uh, uh, the 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 projects of Worms have like gone on to mimic Fortnite in order to remain relevant, which is insane irrelevant, because yeah. it had so much merit on its own. It doesn't need to do shit like that. Yeah, I exactly. Hate, mm -hmm. I hate. I hate how Fortnite has slaughtered just as a byproduct of its popularity so many other genres and video games. Did you guys yep. know that? Epic Games was in the middle of developing a new Unreal tournament, and they seized all development on it, no, and now it's just left there in an unfinished state because they redirected the team to work on Fortnite. Do you think Unreal tournament I'll, would be I'll popular now, though? That's the thing. So apparently, I'm now old enough to where when I Google a game genre that I like, I get greeted by the word boomer. And two boomer <laughs> shooters. <laughs> Wonderful. So I was like looking around, okay, is there a modern, like, Quake? that I can play, and all the tweets are like, ooh, boomy shooters, duh. look at the boomers playing this shit. It's like, oh, you fucking cocksuckers. Like, well, they I used mean, to like, be fun. Uh, there's, like, been a whole bunch of the... the sing like, you're, you're looking for, like, a, a, like single-player multiplayer experiences, or...? Multiplayer arena shooter. That's what I'm specifically looking for, and there are some modern renditions, like 
quick champions but again the problem is they turned it into champions game where oh so now i have to oh, pick a, out of a yeah. lineup of heroes like like it's overwatch, overwatch. Yeah, yeah. that shit bugged no the hell out of me from uh, rainbow six like uh siege like it, mm-hmm. it's fine generally speaking but like there's so much nuance and like there's so much game in picking your character that like uh, I, I just had to duck out it wasn't like you know the earlier incarnations of rainbow six was pick your Pick like your Vegas, gun and get yeah. in there and shoot the guy. That is really all there is to it. Kaya, I'll jump in exactly. hard on the on the Fortnite hate because the trend that it's brought that I can't fucking stand is every single multiplayer game now needs to jam every reference and every pop culture thing you can think of to stay relevant. I'll use uh, Call of Duty as an example. So old oh, Call of Duties. God. Old Call of Duties had fucking customization, right? And you had like your little emblem and your your little banner and like some things you could do here and there. And it was, you know, slightly silly. It, it had weed jokes and yeah, I feel uh, like it was so, like that back then. Referential. Well, well, no, h- hang on. So it had weed jokes and it had like you know some goofy stuff here and there, but it still had this level of immersion. It still felt like its own thing. It felt like this is Call of Duty, but the newest one has Godzilla and the Terminator <laughs> and Scream and John McClane from there's Die Hard. Attack yeah, on Titans in there. Attack on Titan. It's like there's no identity to this game anymore. It's just throw every reference, That's, every pop culture thing that you it's, can. It's because the monetization shifted from like name tags and things that were quite small. They were just like attached to your player exactly. profile or whatever. It shifted to cosmetics in game, which is what breaks your immersion because you, you're going to see like Harry Potter fly by in the next Call of Duty or something uh, like rocking an AK-47 one. Yeah, it's also fan base beta, I assume. Hey, you can be Squidward and shoots a Son Goku <laughs> while swinging like Spider-Man. That's like three fan bases you're hitting there that you can milk. Right. Oh, I'm I'm not saying it's, like, unsuccessful. I totally see it, and it does yeah. work. But I'm just tired of every multiplayer game now. You get, like, you get three months of quality, immersive, like, game design and world building. And after that, they go, we've added John Wick. And, Do you want to play as now, Rick now Sanchez? Your world War, now your World War II <laughs> shooter has John Wick in it. It's like, I don't want that. I know it's cool for kids, but, like, can I have some games I'm where the they're, they're immersive? I, I fucking love the goofiness of it. Of course, I'm not, like, a big Fortnite power player or Call of Duty, but when I do hop in there occasionally just to check it out, that's, like, the only fun I have in those games is being able to shoot Goku or watch uh, Rick Sanchez guys, run around. And, but we're totally yeah. different demographics. You hop yeah. in there casually just to say, oh, look to at the goofy shit. And stuff as well. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, when I play these games, I'm spending hundreds of hours and I want to get like True. invested, you know? Yeah, he wants to get P- PTSD from these <laughs> Modern Warfare sessions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, there's a lot of examples of it, too. Rainbow Six Siege is another huge example. The game, for the longest time, the like characters they would add and the cosmetics they add were based in some way on reality. It was like, oh, this character has this tool that they're actually developing in Korea. They're like and this IGN character... Man. Yeah, this character does this, which is an actual actual tactic. Here's a cosmetic for something they might wear. But now, literally, one of the hats in the game is a pizza that they wear on their head. That's so fucking hype. <laughs> well, we'll have what, to agree what, to disagree, what, what is this for? Which game? Rainbow Six. Which, keep oh. in mind, keep yeah, in mind as well, 
keep in mind as well, Rainbow Six was a Tom Clancy series and Tom Clancy's entire shtick while he was alive was being realistic was like paralleling real world operations mm, and now Tom that he's Clancy dead wasn't really a super realistic author he, he, he really was to a degree he's pretty over over the top he to a degree yeah. he there were things that he appreciated that other fiction didn't you know he, he no he wasn't like oh this is actually what happened haha but he had some level of like here's things they didn't consider here's things people haven't written about here's like procedure and tactics you don't hear much about in fiction he cared you know, he would, gave a yeah. shit. Would, he, even, he even uh, mandated in his games that you're never allowed to play as terrorists because he didn't want to glorify their operations. Did Tom Clancy ever actually see warfare? I, I don't know too much about Tom Clancy himself. Was he like an actual active duty officer? I want to say he did. I think so, but that one I don't know. Pretty sure he was civilian, he was just super officer. interested in this stuff. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, <laughs> but I, either way, I thought I remembered he wasn't actually a soldier. I'm gonna look it up. The whole point is that like his old games were slow and methodical and tactical, and when you customized people, it was based in the real world. It was like, okay, this armor set or this camouflage <laughs> pattern. Maybe we'll have like this cosmetic that you would actually see soldiers like do. But now in the newest games, you fucking put on a pizza on your head. Jolly. I mean, they'll never Some. see that coming, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, it's, it's a distraction. To answer your question about Tom Clancy, though, uh, he was the president of his chess club at college, and then he joined the Army Reserve Officer Training Corps. However, he was ineligible to serve due to nearsightedness, which required him to wear thick glasses. Aww. So Aww. he was like the quintessential <laughs> man. Poor little Tom Clancy. So he Clancy. wanted to be a super yeah, he wanted spy. To. He just couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> he I, was I, an insurance salesman, apparently. Yeah. He My also was point. a member of Troop 624 of the Boy Scouts of America. Oh, well, that's where he got the tactics. <laughs> yeah, he learned from the Boy Scouts. <laughs> that's where all his war yeah. stories come from. Yeah. <laughs> My only so point in all of this That's is... what Rainbow Six Vegas 2 is based off of. Yeah. My only point is I miss multiplayer games being immersive, you know, instead of all of them having cosmetics of everything you can think of. That's all. There are still immersive games. Like, it's not going to affect the campaign in Call but, of Duty. But I'm talking multiplayer, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm also getting sick of, like, the customization being the point of the game, like um, Fall Guys. I really the like the game. No, not the progression. Like, in Fall Guys, there is no progression. You literally just buy the skin, and every single day there's, like, 20 new skins. And it's like, okay, cool, I, I get it. Yay, new Sonic skin, woohoo! Can we get a level editor already? Yeah, they just dress up something. and show up, yeah, and then show all your friends yeah. your cool outfit. It, you literally, yeah, that's just the point of the game now, is look at the fancy skin and the combination I am wearing now. Okay, that was a fun game. It's almost too meta at this point. It's like the young teenage boy version of, like, playing Barbie dress-up games. It's literally just a cyber doll that they're dressing up at this point. I don't think it's entirely the games industry as well. I think it's just how fandoms have shifted because yeah. now mm -hmm. showing what you're a fan of is a huge part of people's personalities. It's part of your identity. Yeah. Yeah. It's a so, lack of I, I get it. I, I get it. I just don't like it. I'm a boomer like Kaya, you know? Are you going to introduce any kind of cosmetics into your video games? I mean, like, 
you dress up your guys in Madness Project Nexus. Um, you like wear yeah. your little armors and stuff, and it's kind of cool because on the Discord you see them more or less doing what we're talking about here, where they'll show each other their characters and they're like, look, this is how I dressed my guy. This is how I dressed my whole team. This, this, that, and the other. But there's no multiplayer component of it, so like this is how they, this mm-hmm. is how they actualize that. But um, I feel like that like this level of customization is kind of in service to the gameplay because it's all armor pieces with stats and shit. So. Yeah. yeah, closer to like old Diablo or games like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that those characters in that game get ripped using Fitbod, Matt? Fitbod. Yes, that's why I'll Just tell you about yes. Fitbod. You sound you sound aloof on this topic, but don't worry, I'll reel you back you in. You sound incredulous. <laughs> yeah, you sound angry. Fitbod. Like, but... <laughs> <laughs> he fell out of his chair. Uh, well. I know that Matt is also a big fitness man. This man does many, many pull-ups, lifts many, many things. Deadlifts very heavyweight, and I've personally asked him about this because I fucking struggle on deadlifts. But the thing is, you can get better with deadlifts or any other exercise that you are thinking about. With FitBod, if you have a goal such as, oh, I want to... I want to get this uh, routine going, or I maybe want to try to lose this many pounds in this time frame. Well, FitBod is going to help you with that. They've got a whole algorithm that will change and update your fitness plan as you go. It's all on your phone. So if you go to the gym and go, what do I do now? Well, FitBod is going to tell you. It's going to be a nice, gentle, guiding hand into what smart workout you're going to want to hit next. They've got the data and analytics on you to scientifically build your best next workout and maximize results. For less for less than the cost of one session with a personal trainer, you can get a full year of personalized workouts with FitBod. Keep your momentum going. Get personalized workouts from FitBod that get tougher as you do. Get 25% off of your subscription or try the app for free when you sign up at FitBod.me slash official. That's 25% off. Try it for free at FitBod.me slash official. And now that you're in shape, you're going to say, oh, I've worked out my body, but have I worked out my internet privacy? Well... ExpressVPN is there to do all the heavy lifting for you. You like that? That little segue? You like that? ExpressVPN is going to make sure that every time you connect to an unencrypted network, like, I don't know, a cafe, a hotel, an airport, no hacker man is going to get in and look at your yummy little files. You don't need much technical knowledge to hack someone's computer. You just need some cheap hardware, maybe some dark web Googling. The whole point is... People are getting more and more savvy with it every single day. So why not get more savvy with your internet privacy? ExpressVPN is super secure and it's easy to use. You fire up the app, click a button, and you're done. Don't forget, most importantly, I believe 20% of this podcast host right now can hear this important call that changing your location is another big one. Hint, hint, Kaya. Mm -hmm. You know, know what I'm saying? Oh, right, right. Sorry, Kaya. That's right. I, you know. Fucker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, changing your location, not only important, because don't you want to get those full videos on streaming? Netflix, get every single part of the catalog. Always a good option. ExpressVPN is just a handy tool to have to do lots of things. And in fact, this show might not even be possible without it. 
So secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash official expressvpn.com slash official to get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash official. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to video games. No, I love me some video games. I do. Let's talk about Battlefield 2042, because that's another example oh, of what Jesus I'm talking about. <laughs> Why are we talking about Battlefield like 2042? Talk... Haven't we talked about this like four times by now? Is it not out? Way more than that. Can we talk about so Battlefield angry. 2142? Ooh, let's talk about Battlefield 2142. That is a good game, yeah. That one makes that me a great game. game. Like, is there any anything like that on the horizon? Um, like, from coming from someone who, you know, just loved the game and might be making it on their no. own in some new way. I still no. have not really seen that dropship mode. Was it Titan mode? Yeah, Titan. Yeah, where you drop from a spaceship, you fight on the ground over control of launch pods so you can launch yourself to the enemy spaceship and then blow up their core, which was so fucking cool. I... Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I love that game. I would mm -hmm. say that the only... Um unique and like actually competent and good first person shooter of the last decade was titanfall titanfall one and two titanfall like so surprised good. the hell out of me a friend of mine kept yeah. foisting it on me and i eventually capitulated and picked it up on the, the the xbox one and i had to apologize to them for for waiting on it because like i paid 10 bucks for it from like a bargain bin at gamestop and i'm like this is this is a 60 dollars. i should have paid full price this was great it's so it was extremely unique and fun, and the Titanfall Two campaign was just genuinely good, like a, a great campaign mode. I didn't and, uh, finish it, but it was Apex fun. Legends, and then it turned into a fucking battle royale, and now it's super <laughs> yeah, successful. Of course, with tons of microtransactions and cosmetics. Can I buy paint yeah. for my fucking robot? No, no. <laughs> yeah, although allegedly titanfall 3 or something like that is circulating because of the popularity of apex so who knows hopefully yeah but like ea is obviously going to force current generation or current time monetization mm -hmm. on whatever the next game is and it's just going to be like again full it's, of shit that you were talking about it's probably going to be apex legends 2 but with like a single player campaign i mm -hmm. guess probably yeah. yeah, shooters just have not been impressing me lately. Like Halo Infinite. No. Uh, what else has been coming out? I guess Doom Eternal was pretty good, but I don't know. That was like four I years ago. Was it? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? No, no it wasn't. It? Doom Eternal was uh, 2020, I think. Two years ago. Yeah. That's, That's still, still a long so, time. I thought it was like last year. Yeah. Oh. Wow. The original reboot came out in 2016, this I think. So this is a good question then. I asked my group of friends this a while ago and we kind of struggled on it because we're old. What was the last video game that genuinely got you a childlike level of excitement and anticipation where it was like, oh my God, I can't believe it's out. I'm so excited to play this. Psychonauts 2. That's a really good answer. I, were you like genuinely like excited? Yeah, man. What? Yes, of course. <laughs> like, no, no. That's like, why I answered like excitement. Charlie, do you feel happiness? <laughs> I, I just don't associate that that those <laughs> feelings with you, Charlie. Honestly, I don't. Well, of course, it's like my one of my favorite games of all time. I know, but even then, years, I still don't. I, 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 
I thought that would have at best been like an, an enthused meh from you. Like, yeah, I'll play it when it comes <laughs> yeah, out. I might be happy. Okay, I've got another answer, and it's not a video game. Grim Cuddy. I watched it last night. It's a shitty horror movie that I was very excited to watch. No, 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 none of that goofy stuff. I mean, something where viscerally at your core, you were like, oh my God, I can't wait. Oh my God, oh my God. Like you got swept up in those current like hype waves that you see online. Does that accurately describe Psychonauts 2 for you? Because I I think that would have the highest chance of doing that to you, Charlie. Absolutely. I just don't know if you were on the edge of your seat waiting I'm talking like a game where when you hit the start button, you're genuinely like bouncing in your seat. You're like, oh, it's happening. Yeah, I, I would say so. very strong emotions. Yeah. Okay, if you say so. Hmm. <laughs> I don't I believe you, me, but okay. I think for me, the oh, last sorry, one was go. Smash Brothers Ultimate, because just how massive it is, just to feel like it finally was out. Huh. I... Yeah. Interesting. No, like, I don't know. Like I don't know if it's, like, an age thing or time or whatever, but, like, I can't get excited for shit until I play it. Um, like, mm. when you were talking about, like, hey, what has is, what is filled you with wonder? And then the way you framed it was, like, before you played it. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Usually, like, shit has to surprise me. Like, uh, when Dusk came out, like, I was like, oh, look at this 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 game. It's, it's trying to make me think of old games because it looks old. And then I actually get in there, and now I'm, like, a huge fan of this game. And anything that... Uh, David Zemansky does from this point out will have me super excited. Mm-hmm. But like generally good. speaking, if if a game, even if it's like in line with what I want, I'm like, ah, we'll see, we'll see. But like, what the fuck? You don't sound like, a like a consumer. consumer. Yeah, I'm, I'm protecting myself. <laughs> yeah, if you keep your expectations low, they can't hurt you, Jackson. Uh, right, right. Because yeah, like, mean, what if what if they do that to Ready or Not? What if Ready or Not becomes Rainbow Six Siege? Then. You know, I, I'm protecting with like, tactical pizzas. Oh my! No, I have it on my left screen here. This guy on a pizza bike with his pizza gun and his pizza helmet, and I'm like, what the fuck? Pizza gun? Ready? Pizza gun? Ready or not? Would that would be like the worst game for that to happen to? Like that's like an accurate representation of like uh, police SWAT sieges and stuff like that. Like accidentally shooting hostages and stuff, and people crying all around you, and you barge in there with like weed camouflage and like a pizza on your gun <laughs> or like some your shit. Your Freddy but... Fazbear outfit or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that would be the goofiest shit ever. That would be so. That would be so much dissonance there. Uh, yeah. Crazy. So so yeah, um, just protecting myself. That's all. Jackson, you get like mm-hmm. giddily excited I get for excited anything over ever. Yeah, legitimately yeah, so anything, there's, there's even like a Twitter post related to a property you've played once. And then you eat That's dirt. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, every well, time. Well, yeah, but... Now, see, it's like the opposite reaction to what you guys are going through. It's happened so much to me that I'm, I just don't care as well. Once it... Like, if... When it does <laughs> fail to impress me, yeah, I'm just like, oh, well, that feeling again, whatever. <laughs> and then I move on to the the cynicism, <laughs> Jackson. It's the only way to live. Yeah, but I, the the thing that I like the most about this process is that feeling of excitement at the start. It's nice to be excited about something. You like I think we can all agree yourself. with that. 100%. No, I think we can all agree with that. We we like being excited about things. We like, mm-hmm. you know, the anticipation. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah sure, the falling through falls. Yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> yeah, but I'm used to that now, so. Excitement hangover of, ah, oh, damn it, this wasn't worth it. <laughs> But having said that, that, Charlie, I can't actually... I can't think of the last thing that I was genuinely super excited about. Like, game-wise or in general-wise? Game... I mean, I've been excited about plenty of things in real life, but not game-wise. Uh, I can't think too much on the... Well, literally anything Destiny. 
to be fair. No, it, no, even Witch Queen I wasn't like super in, like excited about. I did enjoy it once it came out, but I wasn't like edging like I would have five years ago. Hmm. I can't it recall is nice, though. what else you've played recently. Oh, Lost Judgment. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. But that, that was actually good. I enjoyed that when it came out, so that was a oh, successful yeah, that, case of it. Yeah, it's still just a quick example of something very recent. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it, there was something else not too long ago that you really wanted me to play or watch that I didn't because you were so excited and I just I never did play it. I was. That, are you talking about Horizon Forbidden West? Yes, yes. But that, I, like, I genuinely enjoyed playing that. I only recommended it to you after I played it. Yeah, but we were too busy really playing Elden Ring at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's another one for you, Charlie, probably. Elden yeah, Ring. Elden Ring is another really great one. Yeah, I was super excited mm. for that. That one lived up to the hype, though. That exceeded the what hype. About, what about Kaya? Because I don't think you're even, like, capable of excitement. No, I mean, I'm just like Matt. I have that defense mechanism where it's just, it's just not worth getting excited. I mean, the last time I even tried maybe looking forward to a game, I think, was when Life is Strange True Colors was announced. <laughs> and then that was a gigantic <laughs> nothing. Okay, that's, that's a little different from my experience. Like, the, I was thinking really hard about, like, the last time I actually got the, like, bouncing in my seat experience. And, like, it occurred to me when the Hitman, the new Hitman, came out in, like, 2016 Ooh. or 14 or whatever the fuck it was. Good, I remember choice. remember when the, the marketing actually pulled me in and like it, since it kind of smacked of blood money, I was actually super excited about that. And uh, blood money was so good. Thank yeah. thank the frigging maker that like all three of those games are solid as hell. Um, so okay. much so, those games. Yeah, so much so that I bought it on Epic just to play three before it came to Steam. And I bought it again because I didn't want to play it on Epic anymore. <laughs> now, are, are you a real, like, true gamer like me, and not only did you buy it on Epic to play it before it came out, and you bought it again on Steam, but you also bought the entire previous maps pack for, like, 80 bucks? You guys yeah. are bragging about consuming oh. at the moment? Yeah, That's so Jesus. Cute. Consumer <laughs> battle. I don't know. I'm on my knees for Hitman. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> knees are bent. Uh, that game series deserves it, though. They're just so much fun to fuck around in. I did have a random, very pleasant surprise uh, moment uh, the other day, though, Jackson, because I was browsing for horror movies that I just wanted to put on on the side, and I realized, oh, a new Hellraiser is coming out tomorrow. Yes, and right. I love Hellraiser. I love. I don't love the franchise. I love the first movie. All the other movies are fucking awful. That's every horror franchise ever. Pretty much. Yeah. This is like a highlight anyway, too. Did that. Yeah. I was like, okay, they're gonna ruin this. I mean, it's Hulu. It's a streaming platform, and oh, like, Christ, that's gonna be there's, awful. Yeah, there's no way. It is actually good. It's like decent. Every, it's, everyone it's not that like a is great seen. movie, but it's like it's the best Hellraiser sequel. It's like second really? only to the it was actually good. first one. Every yeah. single person that's seen it has said it is actually surprisingly good. I haven't seen it yet myself, though. See, that's the principle of super low expectations Jackson all of us went into it <laughs> expecting complete dog shit and when it wasn't that was very very pleasant speaking I, of I, that I actually I did that though this, la this last month Kaya the new Star Wars show is like that for me I went in expecting shit because it's Star Wars obviously and I was just pleasantly surprised throughout it all <laughs> no, I think Jackson, it's the best thing Jackson Disney's if it's done. Star Wars even if it's shit you wouldn't going this is gonna be pretty good I can't wait no, I, I no, absolutely not. I I didn't even finish Boba Fett. I hated that. Yeah, Boba Fett was so fucking uh, bad. But, but that started really promising. 
No, it didn't. It no, it didn't. It oh, started started off really I'm, thinking terrible. I'm thinking of Mandalorian. Yeah, no, Mandalorian is still good. Mandalorian yeah. is fine, yeah. yeah. Season two wasn't as good as season one, but yeah, it's fine. But it's still good, yeah. Mm. Yeah. What were you going to say, though, Andrew? I uh, so speaking speaking on that idea of Hellraiser and this and that, did we discuss the new Predator movie? Prey was the good. autism one? Because apparently that's Everyone also pretty good. It, but it was good. I, I honestly got too bored and I like just stopped it and I resumed watching well, yeah. or rather re-watching Better Call Saul. <laughs> yeah, because nothing is going to be as good as The Predator. That movie. It, it, it was still good, though. I still liked Prey. But it wasn't as good as The Predator, right? No, no, of course not. No. Yeah. Matt, that, have you seen either. The Predator from like, when was it, 2017? Like no, no, I missed that one. Because the first Predator movie, the first Predator movie, Jackson, is just called Predator. And then the one that we like that's really awful is called The Predator. Yeah. They're oh, very different. The, the autism one? Yeah, yeah, the one where autism is a superpower. Oh, that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So clearly you haven't seen this movie, Matt. Let me sell you on it. It's a movie where the Predators come back, well, a Predator comes back to Earth <laughs> and then it's revealed that the reason they're here is because they want to harvest our autism. They're a species <laughs> that takes yeah. the most powerful, <laughs> powerful traits of every species they visit and integrate it into their own DNA. So they deem that our most powerful trait was autism. Mm -hmm. There are also uh, predator dogs in this movie. Yeah, they have predator dogs. And and one of them gets shot in the head and then lobotomizes it and it becomes a friendly, haha, funny <laughs> CGI animal companion. Jar Jar Binks predator dog? <laughs> it really is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's a fucking predator movie. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's a great movie. Matt, I'm assuming you're a fan of movies that are, like, really awful, but the greatest thing on the planet at the same oh, time. Oh, for sure, right? for sure. I, yeah. The way you guys are describing this one means, like, I need to circle back and watch this thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah, Predator is, it is, is top ten we watched it for our Patreon of we, all time. I think we watched so. it, we yeah. watched it together. Patreon? Yeah, yeah we so. watched it for Patreon. Yeah. That's up on our Patreon. Could, yeah. could the dogs... Could the dogs... Uh, smell the autism i think that was a plot point as well somewhere <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's how they track them fucking so one of autism the, has a scent one of the main villains fucking blows himself up because he has a shoulder rocket launcher <laughs> yeah. and he just fires it at his own head and blows himself they actually up. had like decent jokes from time to time though like mm -hmm. even on purpose there were moments where like the jokes actually made me laugh which is mm -hmm. so rare in a movie it's a it great, wasn't boring. great movie. It was entertaining. Yeah, that's what I like. Easily one of the best bad movies of all time, just like Moonfall as well. Nothing comes close worse. to how great Moonfall is. I you still haven't seen Moonfall because you guys have been putting it off for us. We were meant to watch it together, and we just haven't, and now I haven't watched it. Well, you're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing these down. Jackson. I got homework to do. Yes, please. Moonfall will change <laughs> just, your life. I saw, like, not too long ago, I saw this movie called uh, Solar Babies, which was, like, an absolute <laughs> fucking trip. <laughs> Solar Babies? Like, it Solar was babies. it was just dog shit. Um, but, but like, somehow it had a millions-and-dollar budget. It's, it's, it's smacked of, like, the old Super Mario Brothers movie where, like, the sets were kind of looked like they belonged in other movies, so there was, like, this, this weird kind of, like, genre disconnect that they tried to explain away with plot that was rewritten after the plot of the story was written like it, it's a goddamn mess but like you know at the end of the day it's it's entertaining and i can barely remember it 
Holy shit. This movie has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of things do. I don't put a lot of stock into that. No, but critic score. Critic score. That could be a good sign. (laughs) Holy fuck. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how it stacks up to Predator or Moonfall. I've got to watch these now. Um, But Solar Babies was one of those movies. That could be a cool crossover. Predator, Moonfall. <laughs> they need more Alien versus Predator shit. I remember that from my youth. Those movies were actually kind of fun. They were really fucking shitty, but also fun. Mm-hmm. Just watching those two aliens. Same with off. uh, same with Freddy versus Jason. That yeah, was another cool. big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the matchup movies were fun. Mm-hmm. I remember they had the uh, Terminator versus RoboCop game. We never got a movie of that though. That had a game. Yeah, like I an arcade cabinet game. How the fuck would anyone think RoboCop could beat a Terminator? <laughs> How could yeah. anyone think that a RoboCop? RoboCop's just cool. a dude with like enhancements, whereas Terminator's a full metal automaton from the future. Yeah. Who keeps losing to non augmented <laughs> humans, to be fair. That is now. true. Hey, let's That's not bring up his record, okay? <laughs> He's cool. Well, but those humans usually have aid from a good Terminator, also from the future. Not always. Not Sometimes in the first movie. Sh- yeah. No. Yeah. But they do have aid from a hydraulic press. Which is a robot of sorts. Oh, that's that's a really good one on that tangent. Charlie, do you remember Terminator Dark? Was it Dark Fate? Was the, that the most the recent new, one? Yeah, the newest one. Yeah, and it was genuinely a good movie. You and I are the only ones that actually like that what? movie, by the way. That movie was good. It was fine. Well, How yeah, it was fine. Like it? it wasn't great. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it, it was fine. It, like, I definitely so think, you think it's just good because you were expecting it to be bad then? I 100% yeah. expected it to be nearly as bad as Genesis, if not worse, mm-hmm. and it ended up just being enjoyable. Because it's just so, it's just action. Nothing else happens. It's just action. So, the, so the, plot, the plot behind that is Charlie and I saw Terminator Genesis in the theater... And we were both stifling laughter at how fucking abysmal and stupid and, like, dumb it is. So we were super hype when we heard of Terminator Dark Fate. We were like, oh, there's another one. Let's go watch it. It's going to be so terrible. And I think about a third of the way into the movie, a little bit more, I turned to you, Charlie, and I said, this is actually kind of good. Yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Did you walk out of anger it. after that because you were expecting something to lie? <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> Yeah, this is actually good. The, I, I was promised bad. The main thing people were really upset about wasn't even the movie itself. It's the fact that they killed off John Connor. But John Connor was an absolute dog shit character since Terminator 2. He had been terrible mm-hmm. for fucking 10 years now. Yeah. Years. If there was one I mean, thing I could point at about that movie that made it good was the fact that they shot him right out the gate. That was wonderful. So the whole point. So Matt loves child murder, but the whole point of Terminator <laughs> is it's a terrible story. It's terrible because they go, we have to send the Terminator back to kill Sarah Connor. And it's like, oh, it failed. Just send another robot even further just back. Just do it. W- just keep going back. Just keep sending yeah, more robots. There's Why nothing stopping you. have to be his inception that they have to stop or his life. Like, just shoot the man that was about to fuck Sarah Connor. Shoot Same his great grandfather. Right. Yeah, go back to like people in the 1700s can defend against a giant robot like that? That's when time travel gets so messy. If I remember correctly, they have some dog shit excuse for why they can't. Something to do with the amount of energy required to go back in time only allows them to go back to that certain moment or some shit. I mean, that's a fine answer. Which is why they go back to that moment seven times in the franchise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so stupid. Oh, well. Uh, what else you boys got? Did anyone want to talk about the Twitch death pit? 
Oh my god. We talk about it. Have you heard Would about you like it, to... Matt? Yeah, yeah. I saw the video of the, the woman jumping off the pillar and busting her back up. Yep. She's getting surgery right now, actually. I just saw an update from it. Would you like to give people a, a description of what this is, Charlie? Yeah, so TwitchCon is the annual convention where streamers and fans all get together, do meet and greets, like get autographs, go to booths and all that kind of shit. But they usually have these booths set up where they'll have like activities to do and they're, they're usually pretty harmless stuff like, I don't know, pin the tail on the donkey, like old, Jesus, hold on, I was chewing the cord, like old birthday party games and stuff that they'll just put yeah. in booths. And one of them's that old fashioned foam pit gladiator thing where you push it out. Where you push each other off of these pedestals into a foam pit. And unfortunately the foam pit was set up so poorly that there was only like two layers of foam cubes. So when a streamer named Adriana Chechik won, she jumped in, landed on her tailbone, and broke her back mm -hmm. in two places. And now This is onto a concrete floor, by the way. Yeah, concrete yeah. floor. There's, so, it looks like there's I have the clip. I have the clip of this and I want to play it because the audio itself is fucking great because the announcer is trying to play it off. So Adriana, yeah. she does a big leap in the air and that does like a midair splitter. Oh she smashes right into the concrete, but first... Right on the tailbone. Mm -hmm. She's asked, are you okay? She first nods and then she says, I can't get out. She's fine. She's fine. She's fine. She's, She's doubled way, but... over in pain. She's in a fetal position, by the way. <laughs> I think yeah, you can she, hear she... her whimpering. She just lives in the pit now. <laughs> so, so I will, I will give that guy a benefit of the doubt because when it first happened, she said she was okay because she was full yeah. of adrenaline. So yeah. in that moment, he very could have well thought she was fine and then seen she was actually hurt. As soon as she started to try to move out of the pit, that's when the pain hit her, it looks like, because yeah. she immediately like killed over and she's like, fuck, something's wrong. Yeah. yeah so I'm not going to hate that guy too that. hard because I could see how he wouldn't see that she was actually hurt that bad. That must uh -huh. have been so much pain shooting up her spine. So yeah. I didn't know this. Adriana yeah. Chechik is apparently my age. I, I, if I did this, I'd die. <laughs> this is not <laughs> an activity <laughs> for people my age. You'd fold in <laughs> half, Kaya. Uh, 31. Is she not 31? As I said I'd look that up because I thought she was way older, but I guess not. Um, mm -hmm. Kai would jump in there on his ass and he'd shatter into pieces like a Lego <laughs> minifigure. Oh my god. Apart. Yeah, that'd be it for me. like when Spongebob broke his ass. No, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> she should see them. This is fucking stupid. No, Why do you have these pedestals? Should. With like one layer of foam thingies on it, and then yeah. the I would also sue the fucking announcer just out of pettiness. Yeah, fucking bitch, I'm doubled over in agony, dying, and you're saying, Oh, he's fine, he's living in the pit now, he's the pit Kaya. Fuck you. <laughs> they, they, well, the announcers would just try to do their job, yeah. They, they didn't, yeah, they didn't I, have any, anything else to do in that situation. What are they supposed to do? Like, start I, yelling I, I, and screaming, like, ah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him. I, I really, again, I don't blame him. Yeah, I, I don't. Also. They dive in there to rescue you out of there. Yeah. <laughs> they throw a life raft. Everyone, I have to interrupt the broadcast. Something has happened. Well, that is an actual phenomenon, by the way. Sometimes people, like kids in poorer countries, they'll jump off a bridge into water just for fun. Not to, like, kill themselves or anything, but they oh, yeah. will way overestimate how deep it is, and they will die. They will hit the bottom of the river or something, and they will die. And then their friends 
they will see their dead body, the dead body of their friends floating, and then in order to help, they will jump in after them and also die. <laughs> yeah, why? It's what? Actually... why? So then, by oh, the end of it, there's just hundreds help. and hundreds of child yeah, bodies floating in the, the same place. The whole fucking community, including the police and EMTs, who showed up there <laughs> yeah, jumping the parents, as well. The, the well, pets. Okay, but, I mean, to be fair, it's just when you're a teenage, dumb teenager, and you see your friend like floating as if maybe he hit his head on something, maybe or maybe something. Yeah, the thing that killed him. him that you're about to jump into as well. Why would you like that? Doesn't make sense at all. I don't know. Your instincts to no. Yeah, yeah just yeah, yeah, children to help, don't I guess, remember. Children don't remember that water has surface tension, which makes it hard as fuck when you hit it. They don't think about that fact. They're like, oh, it's water. It's fine. I'm jumping in I the pool. I mean, that too, and when you can't see the bottom of it, it's like, okay, well, it's like, like two feet be, you deep. Know, yeah. Ten feet deep, or two feet deep, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh, actually it's gonna, it's gonna a be lot a, of... A, another way to get down there and rescue them than just jumping off the bridge, though. In, like a, lot most... of, in a lot of situations like that, it's actually worse to land in water, because then you have to deal with the water. Like, if you're falling from a great height, like, let's say you fucking mm. fall out of a plane, you don't want to hit water. A lot of people are like, oh, I'll land in the water, it'll cushion my fall. No, because not only are you going to hit it hard as fuck, then you have to get out of the water. And not drown. So what, aim for the fucking land. You want to aim for yeah. You want to aim for like uh, <laughs> softer trees or something that's like not aim for, as hard. Aim for the nearest hospital straight <laughs> in through the window. Aim for the hospital right into the ICU. <laughs> yeah. You crash land into the bed. They're just ready. <laughs> they should have like roof access for those hospitals, like a little window on the top that you can aim through. Dude, they should have like a chimney chute and you slide down it like a slide yeah. into the hospital. Yeah, it, it breaks fun. your legs for you, so just in case you got nothing to yeah. do when you get there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a, du there's a anyway. doctor at the end of the slide that if you're fine, he just snaps your legs. Yeah, puts you in the old femur breaker, it's fine. It's the payment for the say, slide. I thought it would have been funny if the pit guy right there would have like jumped in after her to help and also broke his back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a cascade. Isn't this run by... Snapped back, Colin. Sorry. <laughs> Why is Twitch cheaping out on this shit, by the way? So this... Uh, with without trying to get everything super accurate here this isn't actually twitch's booth this was the lenovo intel. intel booth yeah oh. mm -hmm. so this was not a twitch booth but they of course had to like sign off on it but i'm assuming mm -hmm. and this is giving twitch the benefit of the doubt they must have been under the impression that this was everything up to code but clearly it wasn't because of all the injuries no. dis dislocated well, me gonna... They're gonna shit. have to eat their shit for it now because yeah. I've never even heard of the Lenovo thing until just now. It, I know. Only Twitch's <laughs> name is associated with it. Wait, wait, how, other, other people were injured by this thing? Yeah, there were yeah. three notable injuries. One of them was a wait. dislocated knee. Ooh. Why wouldn't they wait, stop after the first injury? That's why a good wouldn't... question. Uh, well, why because they keep sending people to their, to their death. Like someone dislocated <laughs> their knee before she did that, and no one talks about it. Yeah, yeah so what the fuck? This they had a stream going of like the pit battles, but I don't believe that this dislocated knee one was on that stream, so it kind of fell under the radar. The reason oh. the Adriana Chechik one was so noteworthy is because it happened on stream in front of everyone. Yep, true. Wait, it looks like three different people. Like it is yeah. broke things in this pit. Yeah, no, 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 it was, it was like an actual disastrous <laughs> setup. Stop there. sending it's people to their deaths. It's what? almost as if two layers of foam isn't a lot to stop you from plummeting onto a concrete floor. Yeah, and not having a pad underneath all of it is even sillier. Mm -hmm. There is one yeah. more big injury that happened, and this one's almost as life-changing as Adriana Chechik's. It wasn't in the pit, 
they were doing like the keep the balloon up game i'm sure you guys have seen that where you just like hit a balloon in the air and you like go around an arena for it it's just like a fun little How niche that up yeah it's a fun little niche thing well what happened is a streamer was competing in it and she just went hog wild like she put it all on the line so she chased the balloon jumped over a chair landed on her ankle and broke it in all three possible ways in the video you can oh. see the bone trying to like punch through the skin but ah. it's not a full compound fracture uh, yeah that i one, mean that's not twitch's fault that one's not twitch's fault at all she really went all why in. would you go so hard on these things on a concrete floor well she uh, viewership yeah. i imagine yeah well, I don't a lot know. of this isn't twitch's fault it's not like i would blame the company like a lot of the yeah. shit that I've been seeing coming out of TwitchCon is just the megalomaniacal streamers be clowning themselves. Um, what else happened? Some guy got kicked out of a fucking party apparently because he only gifted 25 subs instead of 50. <laughs> and that went yeah, viral. Have you guys seen that clip? And it's like, a, yeah. the kid looks like mentally handicapped too. And I felt bad for him because they're obviously like fucking with him and taking advantage of him. And he's... As they're trying to kick him out for only gifting them 25 subs, he's, like, life-buying them gift subs so he's allowed to stay, which cost oh him, like, God, $376 yeah. or something. And then he still got kicked out by some fucking douchebag streamer. Yes. I mean, why would you want to, Why would you even want to be at a party where they're just kicking you out regardless? If someone said, hey, I, we don't want you here, why, just well, be out. You got to look at the deeper issue. He's trying to buy friends in the first place. Yeah, well, so yeah that's let, parasocial. Let me give you... A, I'm all so deep on internet drama. I look into everything. So that situation, uh, what happened is the host of that party, that big douchebag guy, he's an OnlyFans agent, so he just steals money from OnlyFans <laughs> girls and does nothing, basically. And that was his party. There, there was apparently a lot of people showing up that no one knew who they were, so just a lot of uninvited people. And he went around saying, like, hey, look, once this reaches a certain capacity, I'm just going to ask you guys to leave. I don't know who you are. And of those people, that guy was one of them. So he gifted those subs to try and, like, buy his way in and, like, avoid... Yeah, avoid that oh purge. God. And then it wasn't uh, enough. He lied about it being 50 gift subs, but he had already talked to him beforehand like, hey man, I, I don't know you, so I'll probably kick you out if this continues to get bigger. And then the buying of the gift subs didn't save him, and he looked really fucking stupid since he kept harping on that. Like, you lied to me, so you gotta go, that kind of shit. So wait, this was like an OnlyFans yeah. thing? He is an OnlyFans manager, but he just has a mansion out there that he had a lot of people over at. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna like go on the no like the basis that they're probably both giant losers. Well, you, like, the, 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 you think <laughs> the, the only Vans guy is absolutely a giant fucking douchebag? Yeah, everyone I mean, again, in the, the story guy sounds. Uh, so it's like guy giving him money to yeah, hang out absolutely. With him. I can't. That's, like, I, that's like tight behavior. I I can't be mad at that guy. That is clearly someone that this may be their first fucking party for all I know. Like they looked very un accustomed to that kind of atmosphere and i don't feel much empathy towards people that spend spend this much money on parasocial relationships yeah, to and try I, to get into i just like can't that. I, I just can't be mad at that guy he like he just he seems to i'm not mad at him being told no we're not friends i completely yeah. gobsmacked that like no i'm just an internet douche who hates you now give me money kaya i want to I want to let you mm. a fact down on the download here that might blow your mind, but for most Twitch fans, they have to be told that fact. It's kind of the platform. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. It's it's 
It's just hard. It's it's different to see it in person, yeah, Yeah. as opposed to just online. How many people do you think went to TwitchCon and just immediately left with a completely shattered like self-esteem? Just like, oh, they're actually not my friends. Shattered self-esteem or shattered bones? It's one of the other. (laughs) 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 Can we name up the episode? (laughs) 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 Oh man, have you done meet and greets before, Matt? I imagine that you've met quite a few fans doing things like that, if you have. Well, like, not proper meet and greets. Usually I just, like, uh, uh, I'd hit conventions where uh, the Newgrounds booth was set up back in the day when, when they would set up at a San Diego Comic Con. Uh, I think they do MAGFest and stuff these days, too, but uh, I haven't been out that way. Um, but yeah, 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 just floating around the Newgrounds booth. Um, I'd meet all sorts of fans, and that was, like, a that, that was... You know, that was like 2008. Like, the internet to me still wasn't real. It was like this place I went to to just get my fill of jokes and laugh and then dump art on because that's, that's cool and fun, right? And then when I see, like, people come up and say, oh, I saw your cartoon. I'm from Nebraska. And I'm like, my cartoon's in Nebraska? That's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put it there. <laughs> so, like, I mean, like, it's 2022 and I still have a hard time conceptualizing the fact that, like, people watch my stuff all around the world. So I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's I guess strange you know, story um, still. I, I would like to talk about a stellar example of how not to meet your fans. I want to talk briefly about Hassan. People are trolling him at Twitch. God, well, not even trolling. <laughs> so no, they just keep talking about Sam guys... Hyde, right? Oh, yeah, the Sam, Sam Hyde stuff. I dug up um, the clip too. I, I want to play this. It's one of my favorite clips now. So what happens? Uh, Sam Hyde won some boxing match, YouTuber boxing match. And then when the announcer came over to congratulate him, he said this. Play it, bitch. Oh, you know it, lad. You know that Hassan Piker. <laughs> I'm coming to kill you. You <laughs> Or in the ring. No, in real life. He wears his makeup and his dresses. And he was as skin as a coat, like the ancient Irish did. Well... That's your winner, Sam! <laughs> Who did Kaya, he thank you for reminding me. Thank you for reminding me, Kaya, that during that entire event, before, during, and after, he put on a fake Irish accent. <laughs> I forgot his commitment all about to, that. His commitment to his bits are just unparalleled. <laughs> what did he okay. fight? Do I sound okay, by the way? My audio just took a shit for a moment. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Like okay. it's it's the way so, it no yeah. in real life I, like I that's yeah. the, the funniest <laughs> I remember watching that happen and that fucking killed me when he goes no in real life it's so funny it's gonna be funny for a while yeah <laughs> obvious joke yeah. obvious character this is like if um you know Doctor Disrespect fucking called you out like okay mm-hmm. this is a he's a court jester obviously fake now the problem is that Hassan's like genuine fans are apparently coming up to him repeatedly at TwitchCon and asking him hey so. Uh, how about that? Like, are you guys gonna fight? And it it is a question in my skin. opinion. It is a no. They're not being rude about it. They're not like shouting. Yeah. They're not like fight Sam Hyde, you pussy. No, Here, I, 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 I think he immediately shit. assumes that they're he, they're Sam Hyde's fans when realistically they're probably just like internet people that are yeah, just looking at this memes is, and stuff. This is the same shit that you get when you fucking collaborate or are part of anything ever on the internet. Like, yeah, it's how many times famous. do the four of us like like fucking people like, hey Andrew, you doing something with Charlie? Or, oh, Jackson, I bet you get a bunch. Like, hey, are you working with Andrew on this? Like, it's just you collaborate with people on the internet and they bring up names. Fans talk about this shit. 
I, he's clearly trying to avoid this man. Apparently, he's been in contact with the LAPD after that obvious fucking joke that he was going to oh get murdered God. and worn as a skin suit. And I understand it must be frustrating to have, like, a dozen people come up to you every single day at a con to ask you about it. But, like, learn to roll with it. Just play it off as a joke. Yeah. Instead, or you don't, shows the you whole can say, world. like, you can just move on. You don't have to, like, freak out at well, the person. What, you don't have Hassan, to make yourself look like a... What Hassan okay, doesn't seem to get, what he doesn't seem to get, and Kaya's brought this up on the show before, I think, or maybe it was Charlie. He doesn't seem to get that not, like, every fan understands every angle so yeah. if they're coming up to you and they're thinking, haha, it'll be so funny if you like have a beef with Sam and oh, you guys might fight. You just got to play along with it and be like, yeah, it would be funny even if you're not interested because that's all they know. Even more important rule, even more important rule of thumb on the internet, never let people know what actually gets under your skin because oh, then they're going to yeah, start the doing worst. it more. Yep, that's, that's, that's also true. <laughs> okay, I have a, so here's a clip. Someone comes up to him. <laughs> wow, Jesus he just freaked Christ. out like for a minute and he's the one Choose saying out his you should ass. conduct yourself better. It was just a question. And the guy is like, as he's saying the shit about like, oh, he gave money to Nazis and the, the guy's shaking his head like, I don't know anything about that, man. I just thought it would be funny to see you guys fight. It's like, okay, if he is a Nazi, what happened to the whole punch a Nazi thing? Do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I would totally. Hey, hey. Sam Hyde is a fucking scary looking man. Yes, I, I he is. is. He is massive and boxes regularly. I look. But, I do not. How, how much money would it take for I you to box him? him. I, there's I not enough. Hide him. There's not enough money. There, there isn't. I, I die. Sam Hyde. My, my life way, would be forfeit. I think Sam Hyde has put up a million bucks for this fight, uh, in charity donations or something, or as Dude, a prize. Yeah. is jacked. See, I don't, why, I don't even know why Hassan he, is reacting he, like that. He's not even naturally jacked, though, Jackson. This guy is on so much fucking trend, it's crazy. His body is... It doesn't matter, he's, oh, he's jacked. No, no, like, he, he, well, he's, like, he's on a different level of jacked, is what I'm saying. Like, he is above oh, it. Like, yeah. it's fucking, mm -hmm. like, outrageous. <laughs> he's, he's a bowl Look, of muscle. <laughs> I think we all agree. I do not blame him for not fighting Sam Hyde. Of course not. No, I do blame him for That's just his choice. going on a piss baby hissy fit whenever someone even brings up Sam Hyde. Like this man truly is the boogeyman. Somehow, I, uh, he has this magical ability. I just to don't know. Become Voldemort. I I don't know why he's just not honest. Like, if Hassan, Hassan, yeah, Hassan could have that reaction if some guy was following him around all day and be like, why won't you fight Sam Hyde? Why won't you talk about it? What's going on? Then I'd see him getting pissed like that. But for someone asking a question, what the fuck are you doing? Hassan needs to just be honest and be like, look, I don't want to fight him for whatever reason. He's afraid he'll lose or he doesn't want to fight in general or he doesn't want to be near Sam Hyde because he's uncomfortable. The There's totally any reason. Fine. Doesn't matter. Just be honest and say, I don't want to fight him. Like who, who's going to blame him for saying, I don't want to fight Sam Hyde, he's fucking... Exactly! Yeah. All, all he would have to say then is, is just, you fight him then, and every other one else would say no as well. Yeah. No one would Instead, fight this man. Instead, he's a Nazi, washed up, has been, 
piece of shit loser <laughs> like, well even that i don't i don't care yeah. about if he's directed it at sam hyde but as soon as like a fan comes up and asks or something and then he starts freaking out at the fan it's just so yeah. lame Here's you can even one. handle it you can even <laughs> handle it in the in the fucking i don't know what the word i'm looking for but if you basically want to say hey i don't want to give sam hyde a platform or i don't want to support his comedy or his bit just say that oh that's actually pro- that's, i don't want to that's actually really salient so i'm not feeding into that shit like if that's yeah. your angle you you just say to the fan, yeah, he comes up, hey, fine. you're going to fight Sam Hyde. Be like, no, I don't appreciate his comedy or whatever. There's a million answers to that question. But telling the guy to fuck off is not the answer. It's just rude. It, it's just okay, so, it's so defensive and weird. Yeah, That's what I don't like it is. It. So here comes another kid up to him. And this guy's like a head shorter than Hassan. And Hassan gets super aggressive and in his face and threatens to have him thrown out and everything. I want to give you respect for that. Oh, thank you. And uh, I have another question. Uh, I think Sam Hyde, he called you out on like a boxing event. Yeah, are you interested in like the boxing scene or not? No, I don't know why you guys are so into this shit. He's a Nazi. Like, I don't. What's happening right now? It's so whack, bro. Like, I, I just, I don't understand why all you motherfuckers have to like run around with this shit. What's going on? What's going on? Nothing. Get the fuck out of my face, bro. You fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean, damn, bro? What the fuck do you mean, damn? What do you mean, damn? What the fuck do you mean, damn? Why do you no, do I'm, this I'm asking questions. I don't know. You're not asking. Questions. He's like tough guy acting on it, like getting in his face and everything. People are telling him to chill. Now someone has to step between them. And then yeah, how dare they? Pussy. How dare these fans? <laughs> how dare these fans approach a Twitch streamer known for tackling drama and asking him questions about drama directly related to him? It sounded how it sounded like they? he was being respectful at the start and everything. It didn't sound like he was a Sam Hyde fan yeah, or no, egging him on or anything like. Question. It was just a gen- like he's he saw like an article or something about it maybe or like people commenting on it. And he's like, oh well, I'll ask about that. It didn't seem like it was anything too deep. I mean, no, even if it was, like, composure is the name of the game when you're out there. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I mean, I'm just famous. saying, I'd fight Sam Hyde for a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> that shit sounds like fun. <laughs> you would actually fight him? Yeah, it's, I mean, like, uh, I mean, for one, it'd, it'd be just hilarious to be out there and just get my shit kicked in by Sam Hyde. Like, how many people can say that? Right now, only Probably one. That's true. Yeah, right now, mm-hmm. only one, right? I want to join the ranks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gotta watch that fight. I gotta see how he actually fought because so, I can't imagine. It he was, was pretty, pretty gassed most of the time because, like, what yeah. is he like two hundred sixty pounds? Like, that's a that's a lot of power to haul around. So. Yeah, and he's like yeah. six foot something. He's he's not he's not very agile. Uh, so when you <laughs> like looking at Sam Hyde is a lot scarier than looking at him fight. He he gets winded almost immediately in round one, and from there he's kind of like like his fundamentals are still good. Like he still clearly knows what he's doing. But he is very exhausted. But what if he connects? Yeah, that was like his whole post-fight interview thing, right? Like, uh, they were asking him if he wanted to do that again. He's like, oh, fuck no, that was awful. You know, like, right out the (laughs) gate, I was tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just funny watching this, like, what is he, like, six foot three giant Turkish man get in the face of someone smaller, someone who just asked a polite question. No, Hassan's huge. He's like six, six. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, like, why pick on someone your massive. own size. Why? <laughs> like, like Sam Hyde. Get him, 
Yeah, yeah. get in hide space. Why the fuck are there so <laughs> many so many creators online who don't understand the concept of performance and theater? You know, like fucking Sam Hyde is very clearly when Sam Hyde is issuing a quote unquote death threat and it's in a fake Irish accent. Like, I don't think I take that seriously. Maybe, maybe it's like a reverse, it's because... a reverse parasocial relationship thing. Like Hassan mm, thinks yeah. all his fans are all his friends. And like, maybe, maybe that's why he takes it super personally. Oh, he, yeah, he, he feels betrayed that someone's mm. bringing up his like worst enemy. Or like something. he sees his like followers saying, he's like, wow, look at all these friends I have. Like, is that what's going on? I Maybe. No, nah, I think what's going think on is defensive. One, sometimes when you're that big, you can just get away with really shitty behavior, dude. like just cussing out your own fucking fans. Because it gives mm -hmm. a shit. Other people are gonna see that, and they're still gonna donate to you and eat your ass I've, and defend I, you. But... I've got to imagine it's as simple as he just assumed the people there were doing it with bad yeah. intentions. Mm. Yeah. Well, the thing is, now they're gonna. Maybe he wanted to take a bit of power back. Yeah, you've willed it into existence. Now, like, people are just gonna be in your replies on Twitter spamming the fucking Sam Hyde video. <laughs> because well, they, you've they've, now been doing, shown. they've been doing that since it happened, to be fair, which is why he probably thought they were just being assholes when bringing uh, yes, it up. Yes, but now you've made it worse. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah obviously. This, this you, is a classic case of yeah. he needs to step away from the internet. If you, this is upsetting him so much, then take a fucking break. Like, stop looking at Twitter. Well, no, the, it's, it's a easy. classic case of you just can't let people know what actually like makes you uncomfortable on the internet just breathe and move on it's always just gonna leave, make it worse mm -hmm. leave that interaction if it just if it angers you that much don't freak out in, in the random guy's face like roll with the joke roll with the punch yeah he's the only nazi on earth i couldn't punch i guess just okay say that and move on done <laughs> anyway yeah so that was twitchcon a bunch of egomaniacs getting together to fleece their fucking audience sheep shear them uh, and get their backs broken. <laughs> Sounds fun. What a time. Yeah. So, you want to go next year, Charlie? <laughs> to TwitchCon? Yeah, baby. I do love conventions. Oh, Charlie's there all the time. Oh, yeah, every convention. I he love does the circuit. Conventions. Loves it. Loves crowds. Loves meeting fans. Loves it. All right, that was all my right, topic. On that note. Should okay. we wrap? Uh, yeah, let's let's wrap. Sure. Matt, thank you for joining us, man. Hey, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It was a it was a scream and a hoot and all that. Yeah. Well, thanks don't for coming on. Your, uh, don't forget your homework, Hellraiser, Predator. Yeah, no, I got that on my little sticky Moonfall. note on my monitor right here. And um, okay, yeah, good. no, thank you guys. If you could please no. plug anything you want, now yeah. would be a great time. Okay, cool. No, thank you, Andrew. Um, I got a couple things I want to scream about for just a second. First of all, Madness Project Perfect. Nexus, we've just recently passed one year anniversary on Steam. It's, I think it's still on sale. If not, it's like 25 bucks. It's two, two game modes, a hell of a lot of game there. If you haven't picked it up, I encourage you to because there's a lot of blood and sweat in there and most of it's mine. Well, most of it's mine and Swain's. Um, we had to, you know, fill in the gaps with some some hobo blood but like uh also we got the makeship <laughs> plushie uh still on their site we've extended that for a week so uh that's still for sale so thank you for letting me plug that guy 
Yeah, no problem. I uh, played that game when it came out. It's a boatload of fun. And I think it's still sitting on Steam at overwhelming, overwhelmingly yeah, positive. Yes, yeah. 98%, 98%, which is insane. I thought like more yeah. sales would push that down, but uh, the people seem to like it. Uh, Swain's been pushing a lot of quality of life updates. We've been adding more firearms. There's like, you know, the heist and stuff we added. Uh, and of course, over the next couple months, we're going to be adding yet more content. So uh, the game, the game still has legs under it. It's a great game. Yeah, fantastic. No, it's really cool. And what about, um, like, where can people watch Madness and stuff like that? Your animations? Oh, um, I'd like to just point people at the Newgrounds because that's where Madness is from originally. You just look up Madness Combat on Newgrounds. And honestly, the, 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 the community of Newgrounds is still, like, it still holds a lot of what it had back in the day of uh, user-generated content and communities getting together and working to the, to the goal of simply making stuff that appeals to themselves and then, like, trying to find others that like it too um so like it's a very genuine output of artwork uh not as pushed by monetization as you'd find on other platforms so uh, awesome. yeah i gotta encourage people to watch it back there at newgrounds you just reminded me Fair of something enough. that i meant to ask about earlier did you see that fan animation from i think it was last year at least i can't remember what it was called but someone made like a really nuts 3d animated project around madness uh, um, chances are I saw it, uh, but I, I see so many of them. I, I want to make sure I'm thinking of the same one you are. Um, you gotta remember this man is a big celebrity. He's got his own fucking holiday on Newgrounds every year. This is we're, a big... yeah, we're still like, uh, we're still sorting through the, the, the Madness Day, uh, prize pool. Like we got to figure out who won that thing. <laughs> um, wait, wait, are you talking about the one from, uh, it, it was like the guy comes through the teleporter. Yes, 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 yes. What was that called? Uh, uh, I, madness teleportation. It couldn't have been that simple. It was so good. It was one of it, yeah, it was teleport tele teleport interference. Yep. I just found it by looking up the teleport. Teleport interference was absolutely nuts. That was batshit insane. Um, um, Manicore put that together. I'm, I'm actually like uh, hooked up to his Patreon because like, holy shit, right? Um, yeah. That was the first time I saw that, like. like like, you know, you, there's so much content out there. I find myself, like, unable to watch the same thing over and over again simply for the fact that I enjoy it. But this is one that I keep coming back to because, like, it's got these little touches that I love. Like, when the when the mag agent pulls out the shotgun shell to reload it and Hank slashes it with the sword and the buckshot just kind of falls everywhere. That's like, oh, chef's kiss. That's, like, just so good. Yeah, everything in this flows super well, too. Like, it is, like, really, really smooth animation with some really fun choreography for their fights. Right, right, because like the 3D, like it, it feels like Manicore like absolutely is in his element working with that medium. Um, um, yeah. It wasn't used simply yeah. for the spectacle. Like he, he knows how to use it effectively. It's great. Yeah, I highly recommend anyone check out that fan project as well. Teleport Interference Madness Combat Unreal Engine 4 is the title. Mm -hmm. By Goddamn. man underscore t -cool. Man New project too. <laughs> <laughs> check out check out Matt's stuff all of his stuff yeah thanks thanks again man for coming on no yeah, thanks for thank having you. me Super nice you all yourself shit. a good day right yeah you yeah, as well you thank too. you alright oh yeah thank you everyone who's listening at home uh, thanks for listening in and joining us we got a Patreon over at patreon.com slash the official podcast bonus episodes and early content really means a lot if you guys support us there mm -hmm. keeps the show going appreciate it a lot and yeah if you if you could rate us on spotify and itunes that's also super helpful and we really appreciate it as well uh please. other than that we'll see you next week oh, bye. I, did I not say please bye everyone did I,